Welcome to the CDM Podcast, a production of Contagious Disciple Making. We exist to catalyze movement through coaching, community, and communication. We created this podcast to help everyday Christians to become world-changing disciple makers. Welcome to the CDM Podcast. I'm Ricky Pope. Like, share, and give us a review. It really does help others find our podcast. And now you can download the Contagious Disciple Making app from your favorite app store. Join us on the app where you can join our community of disciple makers and learn from our podcast, blogs, and videos that help you with practical skills for making disciples in your life and ministry. Your support allows us to create new content and help disciple makers just like you transform their communities with the gospel of the kingdom. And join us on Patreon. Those who give at least $5 a month will have access to premium podcast content not available anywhere else that dives even deeper into the challenges and tips for disciple making. Today, I'm joined on the show by Skylar, a disciple maker from Texas, who actually has experience with the disciple making process here in the U.S. as well as overseas. Skylar, it is so great to have you on the show today. Yeah, Ricky, thanks. I'm so glad to be here. Well, we just wanted to take a few minutes and, and talk today about uh, some of your experience with disciple making movements and uh, with DBS and kind of, you know, get a little bit of your story as well as hear a little bit about what it's like going between different cultural settings that you've been in and experiencing what uh, what disciple making, what differences there might be or maybe not. Um, but uh, let, let's kind of start with your story. How did you get into uh, finding out about disciple making movements and uh, and DBS or or CDM in general. Well, my story actually starts a long time ago. Um, in two thousand eight, uh, God led me overseas to East Africa. He burdened my heart for Muslim peoples while I was there. But mm -hmm. you know, at the time, I had two kids. Um, married was like, God, no way. If this is from you, you've got to convince my husband. I'm not going to do that. So I started praying about seven months after praying. Uh, my husband came home from work one day, mind you, he had never been like on a mission trip ever in his life. But that day he came home and he told me he was asked to go on one. And he said yes, before he even knew where he was going. Um, and I was like, where are you going? And he's like, Pakistan. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> How on earth do you go from not going anywhere to Pakistan? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Um, but God reminded me, like, hey, Skylar, this is what you've been praying for. You asked me to burden your husband's heart for Muslims. And I'm like, I didn't ask you to send one like, to Pakistan. Like, <laughs> what are you doing, God? Um, so then in the summer of 2009, my husband went there, came back, and it was confirmed. He shared once he got back that he really felt that God was leading our family to move overseas and to mm. minister the gospel to Muslims. Wow. And so we wanted to learn all there was about missions and how this thing works. And someone from the sending organization we were signing up with recommended we take a perspectives class. So we mm. took perspectives in spring of 2010. And while we were there, we actually met Paul Watson. He came in for one of the, the classes on multiplication. And of course, he shared about Discovery Bible Study. Um, to be honest, Ricky, when he first introduced the idea, I was like, no way. Like, 
that's way too simple. Like, what about the Roman road or, you know, four spiritual laws, all the things I had learned, like traditionally, right? Why do um, we always feel like the something that's that sounds so easy shouldn't work? Right. I don't, I don't understand why we're all like that. Everybody's like that, though. It's true. <laughs> It is true. I mean, it's far too simple. Like, shouldn't I have to like actually convince somebody, right? <laughs> I need to know like about. It's my job to argue people into the kingdom, right? <laughs> right, right. But, you know, thus far, Ricky, I've never successfully argued anyone into the kingdom. <laughs> Me it's, either. Me it's either. It's never worked, but I don't know why we have this idea that that will work. So Taking all that baggage into what I had been trained in, you know, apologetics were my thing. I always wanted to argue with people. I mean, I was even visiting like mosque already and getting in arguments with imams. Like I thought I was like, you know, hot stuff. And then here comes Paul telling me, no, people got to discover for themselves who God is. We just create the space for them to do it. And I'm like, no way. Okay. What a novel idea that the Holy Spirit might actually work in someone's life. Right. Right. <laughs> but isn't that our problem? We try to yes. give Holy Spirit to people. But we Absolutely. Can't, right. Um, and so in that whole process, like Paul was explaining how it works. And all of a sudden, like God just reminded me, um, Skylar, this is how you came to know me. Like I had been introduced, people had shared, you know, the gospel with me or whatever. I must have said the prayer 8,000 times, but it was not until I'd actually discovered from God's word who he was that my life started to transform. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, maybe this isn't so far off anyway. So Paul was offering a class on um, Discovery Bible study, like to learn how to do as a group of people from all over the world. Hmm. We met online. This was like way back in the day when you can only have Skype and like it worked terribly. So we couldn't even turn on our videos. Um, dating myself a little bit, but that's okay. <laughs> um, so we were doing that and it was just week in and week out. I had to wrestle so much with this whole idea that God is the teacher. He's the one that draws people to himself. Um, our job is to simply partner with him and use mm -hmm. simple questions that instill the DNA of church in everyone from the very beginning. Yeah. It was mind blowing, right? But once I shared this, what I was learning in this um, and having actually, that was the first time I felt I was being discipled myself. I felt like, I'm being discipled and this will help me disciple other people. Um, I shared everything I was learning with my husband and he was like, this is what we need to use when we move overseas. I was like, no doubt, but let's start using it now. So we did like, we were very active and engaged, um, you know, with international community, um, even here in Texas, before we moved overseas, um, we definitely had that conviction. Like we have no right moving overseas to share Jesus with people if we're not doing it in our own backyard. So mm -hmm. um, we got really involved, started using it. And man, we failed miserably. But thank God that failure is just part of the process. Um, we got actually really good at doing discovery Bible studies through lots of failures. Wouldn't you know it? <laughs> how, how do you mean? How do I mean? Oh my goodness. Like failure is the best teacher, right? 
I had to fight all those urges to want to like explain what mm. God, who God really is in this passage. Like, hmm, you didn't quite get what I wanted you to get from that story. So let me fill in the blanks for you. Um, I had to learn that's not how you do it. Like you allow people to discover for themselves, allow the Holy Spirit to teach. And honestly, Ricky, I saw the most fruit when I stepped out of the way mm-hmm. and I just went straight DBS without adding anything extra to it. I was learning things from them, insights they were getting from the Holy Spirit that I had never had before. Mind blowing. Wow. <laughs> That's great. And uh, now you took that experience and, uh, you know, you did it here, but you also then took that experience overseas with you. Yeah, so definitely. Tell me, tell me a little bit about what that was like. Well, it was honestly an uphill battle for us. Um, when we moved overseas, we joined an international team in East Africa that was pretty established. And mm. Um, had adopted very traditional evangelism styles. Um, I think our team leaders at the time had been in the country for about eight and a half years, but they hadn't seen any fruit. And so we came with this idea of discovery Bible study and DMM, um, you know, disciple making movement principles for multiplication rather than this one-on-one evangelism thing that's so common in the West. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was a challenge. It was not like we were anticipating, like God told us this is what we should use. It's going to be readily embraced. It was not, (laughs) it was not, you know, you you came in as a knight in shining armor, not welcomed. (laughs) Correct. Correct. And they're like, uh, no, we've been doing this longer than you, um, sit back and learn from us. So we had to eat, you know, big slices of humble pie. But then continue to engage in the way we felt God was calling us to. And after Mm. about two years of consistent engagement, you know, learning the language, things like that, um, our team leader finally saw that we were having more engagement with the local peoples and just the two years we were there than he had had. Mm. And at that point, the 10 years that he had been there and one of the things was, okay, you keep talking about DMM, bring somebody and let's do a training. And so <laughs> that was great for us. We really did see, um, we adopted at different levels within the team, um, this, these DMM principles, you know, about finding persons of peace, about um, engaging entire communities instead of individuals, using discovery Bible study. And of course, like always, we did have some failing forward moments, um, learning where people just didn't quite get it or, you know, running into things like, wait a minute, this is more of an oral culture. So reading the story doesn't make a lot of sense. We have to really know the story going into this and share it more in a Bible story kind of way or, Um, you know, different obstacles to overcome overseas than we have in the West. I mean, of course, in the West too, we have people that aren't educated or are not reading up to a level that they should, or don't, they can read fine, but the understanding's not there. You know, of course we have some of those same struggles in the West, but I felt they were just a little more prevalent 
in East Africa. Mm. And so we had different things like that we had to learn about. Um, but the craziest thing, it just blew my mind that something that was used in America, we could use in Africa and people would still come into the kingdom. Mind blowing. Well, let's, let's talk a little bit more about that, that idea that, um, so you're in two completely different cultures, but you're seeing the same process be effective. Well, yeah. Why do you think that works so well? Well, honestly, I think it works so well because like we already mentioned, Discovery Bible Study is a very simple process and mm -hmm. we just like to overcomplicate things. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm just being honest, right? Uh, it works so well because it's simple, it's reproducible, it's easy to, to memorize how to do it, the questions. Um, and honestly, the part that I love the most, which I've grown to love the most, being a recovering apologist, if you want to call me that, um, <laughs> no one finds that too offensive. I Look, I love apologetics. Let me preface and say that. But as someone who always wanted to try to argue people into the kingdom, this has eliminated me and my understanding and me having the right answers out of the equation. So hmm. anybody can do this regardless of where you are on your journey. You don't need to have seminary education. You can be a stay at home mom. You can be um, a five-year-old child. You can be a, a babu or a grandfather, you know, that's never been educated. It doesn't matter who you are this process can be used by anyone just simple questions simple responses the word is the authority not you you don't have to teach you don't have to have the right answers um, just simple guidance and facilitating creating space for some people to hear from god themselves and his word you've been listening to the cdm podcast i'm ricky pope please like share and give us a review it really does help others find our podcast and consider becoming a five dollar a month supporter on patreon to hear all of our premium content including the second half of this podcast join us at patreon.com faithworks or click on the link in the description thanks for listening to the cdm podcast to hear part two become a supporter on our patreon page if you're listening in the CDM app, you can click below or you can find the link in the description. For coaching or other resources, connect with us at ContagiousDiscipleMaking.com or download the Contagious Disciple Making app.